0: Hi guys, it's your host Jamel and Tristan with the Meet Me at the Bar podcast.
1: Hello guys and welcome back to the Meet Me at the Bar podcast. This is episode number three now. Um, I'm here with Tristan. Hello. And today we're going to talk about sleep, change of scenery and air tags um, because I think Tristan treated himself the other day. So uh, they're really cool. So I thought we'd uh, have a little talk about them. Anyway, guys, uh, if you've listened to the first episode, me and Tristan just wanted to say thank you. We do realize that we ramble on a bit and to most people, we're we're probably chatting nonsense, but um, it's actually cool. Uh, We've had quite a few plays that, so it's pretty cool that some people are listening. So that brings us on to our first topic, sleep. So I think me and Tristan have had some feedback um, over the last couple of weeks with our online clients, especially that they're having trouble with sleep. And I know that I put something on my Instagram the other week about my sleep being affected. So we thought we would just kick off with that. So I'm just gonna uh, drop Tristan right in it and basically ask him, what can affect my sleep, mate? Yeah, so, as Jamel was saying, um, people,
0: a lot of people are struggling with sleep, Um, who who we've spoken to at the minute. Um, And I think over sort of the lockdown as well, I think there was a lot of talk about people's sleep being affected Um, and the impacts of sleep are quite large um, on, on various factors and we were going to talk about sort of how it affects training how it can affect your recovery how it can affect your diet and even things about your appetite and stuff like that um, so as we was saying like the things that actually can impact your sleep like what are the reasons as to why you can't sleep and that there are a lot of reasons um, but there, there could be sort of specific things that could be affecting your sleep so one simple thing is caffeine. So everyone, most people drink caffeine. We were ta- me and Jamel were talking about this quite a bit earlier and we were shocked.
1: I've got a, uh, a massive problem at the minute.
0: <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, Costa, Costa Coffee, Starbucks, like a lot of people drink coffee. Um, and it's not just coffee; energy drinks, even tea, has bits of caffeine in, but not too much.
1: I'm not going to uh, name the specific coffee shop, but what was the the dose of caffeine in a in a large coffee from that particular one? Yeah,
0: shocking. So a large a large cappuccino, it uh, was about 370 milligrams of of coffee. To put into
1: context, that's about a double a can of Monster. Is that
0: right? Yeah. So and we were shocked to realise that, like, so like a like you know there's the the size cans of monster that you get they're about 150 milligrams so a large coffee although in size is is smaller if you were to put them side by side the amount of caffeine content is a lot
1: higher and i never knew being sort of recent to coffee that dependent on the size if you have like a cappuccino or latte that it could be like double, triple, or like quad shot. I just thought it was a basic espresso shot unless you ask for an extra shot, but it, it seems like this isn't the case in most places. Um, if, a, if a coffee um, enthusiast would like to clear this up, then that'd be fantastic. Please jump in my DMs. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this the case everywhere or just at certain places? Yeah, I mean, it's
0: like you say a like, lot, we're, we're not experts in coffee, but you know the amount of caffeine and some places seem to have more caffeine than others. So what we was learning today, that some, some brands will have a lot more caffeine than others. So um, so yeah, so it's it's a big consideration. And in terms of how it can affect sleep, so some people it seems are more sensitive to caffeine than others, um, but it is, it is classed as a stimulant. So if it is in your system, um, it could impact you getting to sleep. It may even interrupt your sleep, so your sleep quality. Um, and how long you go to sleep for because if, you're, if you can't get to sleep, say, until two in the morning and then you get up at six, then you've reduced the total amount of sleep. But then you've also got what's known as sleep quality. So, the period that you do go to sleep, how good of a quality is that sleep? <laughs> so, they're the sort of factors. But then, in terms of how caffeine, so caffeine has what's known as like a half life. So, if you, a uh, half life of six hours, so if you were to have. Um, at 4 p.m let's go back to that example that that large coffee which is close enough to 400 milligrams
1: so jamel's had a long day and he's gone gone to a coffee shop and i picked up a large coffee and i've had how much mate
0: so if you've had a large coffee so you're pretty pretty close to 400 milligrams yeah by 10 p.m there's still 100 and well nearly 200 milligrams still in your system now that's that's quite a lot and that that could be enough for someone for their sleep to be impacted now to make things even worse to think about it, that if you've had two coffees so what about if you'd had another large coffee say three hours before at 1pm then because it's a half-life there's still going to be sort of like maybe I don't know like a quarter of that so maybe 100 milligrams so if you if you add that up maybe at 10pm you potentially still got like 300 milligrams um, <laughs> just like think about it now properly but on like the first time <laughs> and for some people like that might not you know you might be fine like i think for me personally i think i used to be able to sleep quite easily with caffeine or system but then i feel like as i've got a bit older like i've become more sensitive to it i don't know why that is but um i'm yeah just with age mate just with age i'm considering drinking less now to be honest after doing this this little bit of research again um but it was something that we covered quite a bit in the the nutritionist course i did recently um so yeah so it's something that it's worth considering loads of people are probably making this mistake loads of people have the afternoon coffee so definitely like if your sleep is being impacted have a look at when you're having caffeine and potentially don't have it as late in the day and if you are and if and also look at the amount of caffeine content in the drinks that you're having i'd probably say um so what is what else affects the sleep then what else is impacting it what what was the next thing that you were?
1: So I, I would guess the main thing, uh, if you're talking from personal experience, the, the main thing for me would be, um, I have a massive bad habit of getting into bed and then watching telly. Yeah. Um. So there's loads of recommendations now that people should almost introduce a, like almost like a wind down period mm-hmm. where it would be um, no screen time. Um, that includes your phone and your telly. Yeah. Basically, I don't know the absolute science behind it, but it's it's meant to al- almost like calm you down a little bit. Yeah. So it's, you, it's called blue light as well. It's the, yeah. it's the reduction of blue light, which
0: stimulates something. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it stops your melatonin melatonin production, which is what kind of stimulates sleep. So, Look at it, you. so the opposite. <laughs> yeah, so the opposite of the, that. The, the sleep doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So that's that's kind of the science behind it I think. Oh it's class.
1: Uh, <laughs> that really is class. You learn something new every day. I'm glad we're doing this podcast mate.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you again it's one of these things where you know if you're not if you're not doing that those things, you get into bad habits. I, I still do it now and you know if you, if it's if your sleep is bad then it's something to, to consider and, and try and, and try and change and look at so i think what is it like an hour before two hours before some yeah. people say that you should really sort of ban laptops phone screens potentially tellies and start to wind down like you say um another one is temperature as well so there's like this golden degree of temperature God, I think like it's like 18 th- degrees or something <laughs> like that so your room should be pretty cool like the the is what the recommendations are. Well, and I don't have a radiator in my room currently, so my, yeah. my room should be pretty cool, mate. I, I've, I've, I actually sleep with, like, a fan on, like, even in the winter sometimes. And not just because, like, I'm hot, but, like, I've got used to, like, having, like, white noise. Like, have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no. Nah? So my room has to be so who was it, it? like, when, years ago, I remember hearing, like, I think I think it might have been Wayne Rooney. Um, <laughs> He used to have, have to have, like, a Hoover on in the background. So, obviously, like, the white noise of, like, that consistent noise of the hoover, Hoover like, turning over. Are you having me on? No, seriously. (laughs) Seriously. I don't know if it was in his room or just outside the room, but similar to me, like, the fan does that for me. Like, it's just that sort of, like, same noise, and it just... So, can I clarify? Yeah.
1: Someone was outside hoovering or we
0: just turned the hoover on and left it on the landing. Oh, I remember reading about it. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it
1: sounds mad, doesn't it? But <laughs> so we could get to sleep. As you can tell, guys, we only talk about proven things on this podcast. <laughs> so,
0: and yeah, that's, that's one weird thing that helps me. So white noise. Um, but yeah, that's why so I was talking about sort of the temperature side of things. So if your room's too hot, then that could impact your sleep and how quickly you get to sleep. Um, and then the other one's having, yeah, low light. So again, c- kind of links in with that whole sort of blue light and the screen thing. Like maybe you get blackout blinds. So if there's too much light or there's like LED lights of like things that are charging in your room, all these sorts of things, can could they be potentially sort of impacting your sleep in some sort of way? Um, what else? What else could be impact? What the, So we're looking at the reasons that could be making it bad, isn't
1: it? So um, I guess... One for me as well is almost like I have, because obviously the job that I do, that we do, we have lots of early mornings. Yeah. And I was never an early riser, mm. so one thing that I was finding that it was almost like a pre-bed anxiety that I wasn't going to wake up in the morning. Yeah. And I put this on my, on my story, and one of my mates that I play rugby with, uh, GTW. Um, he basically suggested setting an alarm clock, but then setting a separate alarm clock that was away from your bed. So it was almost reassuring yourself that you've got two alarms now and one of them will definitely go off. And it was almost that reassurance of saying, yeah, you will hear your alarm, you will wake up. And then all of a sudden I could sleep. So I I think it was almost like some pre-bed anxiety that obviously if I wake up and I've either got a class that I've got to go and coach, or if I've got a one-to-one client at six AM yeah. and my alarm's set for five. Yeah, yeah. Th- imagine letting that person down at that time, and and that was like the kind of anxieties that and I was going to bed with most you nights. To sleep, like, yeah. Exactly that.
0: I'm one of those people like who's, who just set about five five alarms <laughs> just because like just in case I don't get up. Like yeah. yeah.
1: So I've I've now started setting the alarm on my phone, and I've got like a manual alarm as well that I set oh, yeah. away. So it's almost like if if one fails me, then then the other one won't because obviously you hear all these stories, like um, and like your mate will go, oh, I slept through my alarm and stuff. I, I always just think if that's me, I'd feel absolutely really feel awful for it. someone like, that's paying for my time yeah, at 100%. that time in the morning sort of thing. So it's just dealing with them anxieties, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so it's kind of like a stress thing. So yeah, so
0: like stress, anxiety. Definitely. Um, and I think, that just reminded me of like another tip that someone gave me where like for some people doing some sort of journaling so if you've got like if you struggle to switch off um then have doing some sort of journaling so like just before you go to bed writing down all of the things that are on your mind so whether if you're thinking about work tasks if you're thinking about certain things writing them all down and then by doing that you kind of you're kind of saying to yourself okay so that's it now like these things with a bit of paper when you wake up you can return to these things that you're thinking about if I did that mate I think I'd need a scroll (laughs) (laughs) so um, yeah something that's potentially worth trying is to offload everything that's on your mind onto a
1: bit of paper or something like that sounds class Um, so I I suppose that brings us nicely into our next part like so if you then aren't sleeping and you don't get enough sleep it then can obviously have effects on you the next day um and in terms of recovery and potentially fat loss
0: yeah and even even like i, I don't i'm not going to go into specifics but like health as well like as so like i don't know i think it's something like it's pretty bad like in terms of like the stats that sort of say that you will live a little bit less <laughs> like in terms of your total time living it goes down if your sleep is is inad- inadequate like your whole life <laughs> it's <laughs> not to scare people. But. <laughs> but, yeah. e- everyone
1: that goes to bed for like, like five hours a night is now quivering in their boots. So, like, yeah, <laughs>
0: like it's like basically you your risk of developing serious disease basically is is associated with bad sleep Basically, yeah. So, but we'll, we'll cover the the training and nutrition side of it and the diet side of it. So why it's important for those reasons because because it does impact it, don't it?
1: Yeah. So I, I guess from like a recovery point of view. If you're if you're training pretty hard and stuff, um, I suppose the, the the two main things or the three main things would be if you don't get enough sleep, um, then there are direct studies to show that you potentially lack focus um, and and reaction time. If you're even even at your job day to day, if you're making poor decisions, um, etc., then. Then you know that that's going to reflect your life. That like that's going to affect your life. Like what you do, um, and then from a performance point of view, you know if you're taking part in a team sport where it where it makes you make lots of decisions, over and over again for eighty or ninety minutes, etc. You can potentially let your teammates down, let yourself down. Um, you know if your reaction time, if your thinking speed isn't there. Um, but from a natural physical point of view, in terms of like recovery, so what we call muscle protein synthesis is enhanced during the night. So, so yeah. where, where, sorry, where, where the uh, protein just basically repairs like the damaged muscles. Um, and then also, um, HGH, um, is also released during the night, which is like the human growth hormone, um, which obviously can be suppressed if you don't get, um, enough of the sleep. Yeah. yeah so it
0: impacts, impacts. it it's like it pretty bad in terms of the whole recovery side of things, yeah. don't it from like, from like yeah muscle point of view in terms of like how much muscle that you can build and um stop you from losing muscle is quite important for that and then i think like from like strength and performance as well isn't it like the physical side of it as well it's quite oh
1: yeah like i i I know for like i'm sure everyone knows firsthand that like if you've gone out like the the night before a a session um and you've had like what five hours sleep or whatever's affected your sleep like like your performance is directly impacted from From the lack of that sleep,
0: yeah. yeah, and I think it's like important to like I think where people potentially fall down is that is thinking that it kind of doesn't matter because I think in in the short term like maybe you don't really notice the the impact, like maybe like that one day like if you're consistently getting five hours sleep or six hours sleep maybe you've become quite used to what that feels like so you can so potentially you don't know what you're missing out on so maybe like your level of performance you just think that's the norm, but actually you're missing out. So maybe you're missing out on being able to do, like, I don't know, if you say squats, like you're missing out on, on progressions. Yeah. D- so you're slowing your progress down.
1: Exactly that, but as you said, if, if your norm is five hours sleep, you, like you won't know any different. Mm. Um, so I guess it really is just, I used to be like that. And now I guess it's more because I'm just shattered. From working and trying to gym myself you know I'll go to bed at nine ten every evening and I'll be up somewhere between five and seven every morning um, and I generally feel like my performance and even if it's not your performance your mindset towards going in the next day is so much better because yeah. if you go with no sleep you're like oh I can't be asked I'm shattered but if you get enough sleep it's almost you feel motivated and ready to attack the day I think yeah definitely definitely like pretty groggy when you've not had sleep and that <laughs> <laughs> i've seen i've seen you in you've had no sleep mate. <laughs> wait, 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 you drop me a, when you drop me a message at 6am and i've had no sleep and i just can't be asked but yeah, yeah i guess i guess everyone's in the same boat like so yeah, like definitely if you've got a lot of things on your mind and, and you can't help it and, and you know you you think to yourself oh, i've got to get to sleep now and do you find that where it's like when you tell yourself you've got to go to sleep because you've got to be up for something, it's almost like it then takes you longer to get to sleep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, no, it, it does my head in, like, sleep. Like, I've, I've yeah, I've
0: struggled quite, this year especially, like, and I don't know if it is, because I think the whole lockdown thing, like, disrupted a lot of people's routine and stuff. So you just, you like, your sleep cycle and patterns just all over the place. And, yeah, it's just, like, annoying. And then you, like, you, you say to yourself, right, I'm going to have
1: an early night. And then it just doesn't happen, like, for whatever reason. Um, and, and also as well going back to the performance point of thing like obviously I said that human growth hormone is like released when you sleep and stuff so if mm. you don't get enough sleep you, you're almost like missing a trick <laughs> um, yeah. like hate like growth hormone is synthesised and people take it almost illegally to enhance that Yeah. so what's the point in, if you're that guy that only has four hours of sleep yeah, but yeah. then you're sticking a needle in you with growth hormone uh, yeah, yeah. like why don't you just get more sleep bro
0: That's yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it, and, it and it is like, like it's like for like longevity and like um, all sorts of things isn't it like uh, there's a lot of things it helps and it's like you say it's a natural hormone in the body that, that is for like recovery and growth um, so so that kind of covers I guess like the some of the impacts and kind of like training and performance isn't it but then which is heavily linked is kind of like the nutrition side of it and how it can affect other things which could impact your goals. So, a lot of people have weight loss goals uh, and body composition goals. So, wanting to to look more toned, essentially have less body fat, build more muscle, all that sort of thing.
1: Don't we all? <laughs> um,
0: so, what a lot of people don't always know and don't realise is how it can impact things like your appetite, and you kind of touched on this with like your how it impacts your decision making and stuff. So having little sleep has been pretty heavily researched and showing to spike your appetite. So if you've had poor sleep, the following day, you're more likely to have cravings and you're also more likely to crave energy dense foods and usually probably like the, the the processed, heavily processed foods. So as a result of that, you're then eating more calories than, than what you would do if you had good sleep. Um, so there's that impact and if that keeps happening and especially as you go longer into a diet and and maybe you've kind of hit a plateau or something then the last thing you want is to be always kind of getting like you want to make dieting as easy as possible but if you're always getting cravings um and if you're always tired then you're going to be making poor decisions poor decisions for your diet so so that's quite a big thing that i've seen quite a lot and i think people underrate that massively actually where they don't, They, you know, they're prioritizing going to, so for fat loss specifically, they're prioritizing going to the gym, maybe doing cardio, um, maybe they're doing their weight sessions, and they are intentionally trying to diet, but they're just getting shit sleep, and then
1: they're wondering why it's so hard. So I was speaking with um, a client who, uh, we went through a, um, a body recomp phase a couple months ago, and we were sort of reflecting on their process that like we took them through um and I won't name any names but like we were we were basically talking how we tried to she's quite a small lady anyway in terms of um overall weight and height um so we we were were talking to each other and we were basically we tried to increase her activity so she could potentially have some more calories and still be in a deficit um but this lady has like full-time work has other commitments um in terms of hobbies um like podcasting and stuff was trying to fit jim in had family away from home as well so with sort of the increased activity lack of enjoyment of veg so she couldn't feel like full um mm. and then lack of sleep at night because of her busy mm. schedule as well if you think of all them things as like separate entities. So if you looked at sleep, if you looked at um, activity, if you looked at your, your work life, if all of them things almost like play into a fact of a, negative towards your calorie deficit then yeah. dieting is going to feel like a struggle but yeah. then if you looked at it as okay I hit seven to ten hours of sleep a night my activity is nice and high um, I'm, I'm filling myself with uh, proteins and veg so, so I feel more full then dieting's going to seem a whole lot easier and I, I think you know if you have a couple of them things that all add up towards a negative impact it, it can really aff- like affect your results and nice. where you're trying to go
0: Mass- yeah, massively. It's, it's, it's the combination of a, of a few things, exactly that. and you, yeah, and the, the activity side of it as well. So if if you're if you're f- um, ha- having poor sleep, are you then going to do less steps the next day? and then Is the workout that you do the following day going to be less efficient, or or you're going to do less than you would have done with? And then that's then impacted that goal because you've burnt less calories, and then the adaptations are less.
1: So I guess the main yeah, I guess the main point there is it's if your sleep is bad which may not in y- in your head you may not think oh my sleep's bad that that's not a problem but if it has a knock-on effect and adds up with other little things yeah. it yeah. can then become a massive problem it's a big, yeah it's a big thing and I think and I don't know what the
0: stats are but I think so many people do struggle with sleep and people don't prioritize it and there's lots of different reasons for that like you know some people have ridiculous jobs where they get up at four in the morning (laughs) yeah (laughs) um some people do night shifts all sorts of things going on there isn't that um but it it is it is worth like looking into especially like and then the other thing i don't know if you touched on earlier is is the whole so when you're losing weight the the goal should be to only lose fat really you don't want to be losing any muscle any muscle any lean tissue um, and it's pretty heavily shown in research that if you're dieting so if you're in a deficit that the percentages of what you lose um goes pretty negatively doesn't it so you so you end up losing quite a bit of muscle as well as fat but you don't want that to happen um and that's when someone's had poor sleep yeah consistently um but when they've had a decent amount of sleep then they've lost a lot more body fat definitely so then at the end of the diet they, they look, up, look a lot better, look more toned, um, and that's what everyone wants. You don't wanna be losing muscle. Also, if you lose all that muscle, it's gonna be harder for you to maintain that composition. So once you've reached your, your goal, it's gonna be harder for you to maintain it because you're essentially losing body mass, which is metabolic. So like, by having more muscle in your body, you'll generally burn a few extra calories just as a result of having muscle in your body. So another important reason: get you sleeping.
1: <laughs> I think I feel like we've said sleep about a hundred times now. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, we could go on about. We said before, didn't we, when we speak about this? Oh, we could go on for sleep forever. Like if you go down the whole, like muscle protein synthesis, muscle protein breakdown. Like we, you, you could go on, you could go off tangents forever. But uh, I think we should uh, have a change of scenery, mate. What do you think? Yeah, I yeah. think. <laughs> <Well>, uh, <laughs> Do you like that? that? Great way to move <laughs> the to the next topic, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think Tristan stayed in a hotel this week with Amy. Is that correct, mate? yes um yeah. so yeah so we basically just talk about change of scenery and we don't mean that of like pack all your bags and, and move to Cornwall uh but we mean that as sort of use a change of scenery as an extra bit of motivation um or like a mental break um during your training uh, do, do you want to expand on that mate? yeah yeah can, yeah,
0: can you I just say, say look like the, the, the gym, gym that I went I trained in yesterday was like state of the <laughs> heart <laughs> like, God, I've, never, I've never been to a gym so good at all. no it was absolutely awful um but yeah, but yeah no don't, like, don't say the hotel <laughs> I was excited to to train in another gym so like Jamel was saying a change of scenery um unfortunately the gym wasn't quite up to what uh, it wasn't what I expected there was literally just like a treadmill um a bike there was a multi resistance gym machine but it was broke and there was like no weights or anything like that. So and the funny thing was like there was a dec- like a massive thing on the wall like gym like like the sort of thing that you see you know like the proper old school. You, you thought you were going to like walk, oh, yeah, walk like, into the state. Oh yeah, it looks like yeah. It looked like it was going to be something good, but it was total opposite. Um but saying that even though that was the situation, like I still felt pretty motivated just to change the scenery to train in that environment um something a bit different and I think whatever it is I don't know, there's probably no science around this at all but it's just sort of like a, some sort of mental boost some sort of change um and you were saying how like you know you could use it as an opportunity to to, to even socialize can't you? you you said like you trained with someone else in a different gym outside of town
1: yeah definitely mate so like for me as well this week I went to um and trained in a new performance gym there with my brother. And like basically, instead of like just going to get food because I would go and get food and see them anyway, because like we both enjoy fitness, he's a personal trainer as well because we both enjoy fitness it was like oh why don't you come down we'll do a session together it may not be a normal session that i would have done at home but we'll still do a session together which will be more enjoyable than potentially doing it like on program by yourself all week Um, and then we'll go and get food after so on my day off like we kind of went down we made a day of it we did a bit of a bro session to be fair, which you yes, know, sure. which isn't my usual. Yeah, shoulders. My, I felt like they were gonna fall off, it's mate. Not like, it's not like you. I know. Um, so we did like a, a like a bro shoulder session. As I said, Let's do l- some drop sets, drop sets and supersets. Yeah, yeah, not not my uh, <laughs> not my bag at did all. Really, did you get a pump this time. I, I did, mate. Um, I, on Wednesday, <laughs> I, I couldn't ever lift ever now, my arms. <laughs> <laughs> First ever. <of all. laughs> i think i need one um but then like we went for a nando's after and stuff and like we kind of made a day of it and to some people listening yes. like that will sound sad but to me like i had a really positive gym session i got to socialize with someone who i wanted to socialize with and then we still got to have food afterwards and, and you know the, and, and the day then become worth it i guess what i'm trying to say is, is that Sometimes you can be really unmotivated to train. So take advantage of the fact that now restrictions have been lifted from COVID and stuff. If you've got a friend who likes a gym as well, like go and see them and, and like go and make yeah. a day of it. Um, I, cu- I quite often get messages from people from different places. Like I've got a couple of friends in Leicester who I go and train with sometimes um, and like people from all over the place. So it, like it can be a really positive experience.
0: It, it, and it might just help with, adherence which is like the, the the biggest thing isn't it like w- with any sort of goal or or anything even developing a habit like if you can't stick to it then then you're never going to reach it anyway so little things like that and it, it so something like that may just help you kind of regenerate a little bit of motivation so then you then stick to that plan to your goal for that bit longer which is going to allow you to eventually get to that goal um and and also potentially do develop a habit so then it becomes more subconscious and then it doesn't really feel like that you're doing it as like a chore
1: and and when you train with someone you push yourself harder yeah like yeah, yeah um, you, you do like you know you you want to lift heavier than that person you want to run quicker than another person or maybe that might just be my competitive nature <laughs> but um, it, it's definitely a positive thing mate
0: yeah definitely Um, so the next topic was to talk about something a little gadget actually um and just a bit of a random thing that that has come up recently so me me and Jamel both realized that we had something in common that we um both are pretty night a, a nightmare of our keys, so we just like lose them or misplace them
1: um I don't even know what it i is. I've just—I've always been like that. I don't know uh, about you. I know I've texted you a few times, scrambling like might be ten, minute, <laughs> might be ten minutes late, mate. Can't find my keys, and I'm sure we're
0: not the only ones. I bet I'm sure someone's going to listen to this, and be like, "Yeah, I always lose the bloody keys." Um, but yeah, Apple have brought out a new little gadget called an AirTag. Um, Looks fairly, pretty lifty. It's fairly pricey, to be fair, isn't it? Twenty, twenty-five quid, but. It, um, it basically tracks so you can put it onto a key ring so you can put it onto your keys and then um it basically tracks it at all time, so you know where it is it can play it plays a little beep um a little melody so then you can find it if you've misplaced it and then it also directs you to it like via a map so if you did like i don't
1: know like left it somewhere else like you'd know where it is um so it's pretty good but i think you can I think it comes with like a stick-on, so you can attach it to like other other things as well. Is that right? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So like some people will have them like, you can put them in like your wallet. So you can just like, it's like a little flat sort of, um, probably the size of like a two pence, but a bit thicker.
1: It's it's just a little bit bigger than something you put in a trolley, that sort of size. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so then you can put it in like, yeah, you can put it in your wallet. What else did I see people? people all sorts of things. Put it in certain bags, um, things like your luggage. So if you go on a holiday. Oh, that's, that's class, Yeah. Yeah so that's quite a good one isn't it you can see where who's nicked your luggage
1: you um, see it like when, uh, when you get like a, a budget airline and, and you you go for like a quick weekend away and your, your like luggage ends in yeah, like yeah. Romania or or Hungary or, or something random like that and you've got yeah. nothing for the couple of days so it's just you and your budget smugglers with the boys use it to track your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> have you ever uh, watched that Netflix thing called You? No, well, you, of, you sound like the guy off, off of like that, mate. Like, is ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Amy, if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, is gonna uh, attach one to you, mate. So, so have a look out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no, they're good. I'd, I'd recommend
0: them. I think to be f- I think there are other ones you can get, and are not just not just Apple. But
1: I'm, to be fair, I'm not too sure, mate. I only only mentioned the Apple AirTags for you because you know I've got a Mac, iPhone, iPad, Apple. If you yeah, do yeah, want to yeah, sponsor yeah, me yeah. at any point, then. It will be welcomed. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so um, I think we're going to probably wrap
0: it up there, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, so I like hope, like hope we haven't put you all to sleep. <laughs> 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 that was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to call it there, I think. What else, <laughs> else have we... Jamel's no. just like pissing himself off.
1: I'm now. done, I'm done. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's just the dad jokes coming out, mate. Big shows oh, of the, the joke, age. dad jokes. <laughs>
0: Um, if anyone's got any questions about any of the topics that we've discussed today, or anyone has got any suggestions what they would want to hear us talk about on the next episode or two, then please get in touch. Send us a DM. I'm um, probably on Instagrams are the best place. So myself, the bar underscore Tristan, um, and then Jamel, the bar underscore Jamel, are going to be the best places to get hold of us. So. We will leave it there and we will be on another podcast soon, another episode soon.
1: See you later, guys. See you guys. guys.